And this is my town. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the East Side. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina with Windermere Real Estate. Welcome to 2021. Happy New Year. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> I have to admit, there were lots of things I actually enjoyed about 2020, so um, I know a lot of people were ready to kick that year to the curb. Um, I have fond memories of 2020, but I am more than ready to get started in a new year. So I hope everybody is going well. We were talking before the show. I am off my game. This is not, uh, it's a little rough to the start of the new year. I spilled green smoothie all over myself right before the show started. I like how you acknowledge it right away, just to get it out of the way. We're moving no. forward. Yeah. Really, I can keep it to myself. Nobody can tell my pants are green right now. Right. But I know my pants are green and they're not supposed to be. So just know if you happen to be having a rocky start to the year, you are not alone. But I have faith. We're going to figure this thing out. We always start the show with a real estate update. As I was thinking about that, prepping for the show, the only thing that was kept popping into my mind was, ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. Um, it's going to be a fast one this year, uh, especially for buyers. I was talking with a couple agents and doing my own searches yesterday for buyers, and it's really normal uh, this time of year, but it seems even more so than typical, which is there's just not a lot on the market. So, you know, buyers come out of the new year. They're like, okay, let's get this going. This is my plan. And then you're just looking around waiting for stuff to come on the market. So the goal right now is to just get all of your ducks in a row. That is the theme that came up so much last year for buyers and sellers, which is, gosh, I wish I would have started this process earlier. Meaning even if, even if you're not ready to buy today or if the perfect property isn't on the market today, you can be getting your finances in order uh, because the second that property comes on the market, you need to be ready to go. A big part of that is being able to show that you're approved and ready to go with your loan or that you've got your cash available. Also reaching out to an agent so that you can start narrowing down neighborhoods. They can start networking for you to see if they, maybe you can find out about something before it comes on the market so that you've got the inside scoop on some stuff. Also for sellers, there's a lot more logistics that go into getting a property on the market and then getting the best result possible than I think I want to go on the market the first week of February. I'll call my agent the week before. We'll get some pictures taken and off we go. So that is my real estate scoop for you for this week. Start early. Bring in your lender, bring in your agent, get your resources ready to go so that when the right thing does come on the market, you're in the position to actually make that happen. If you have real estate on the brain, if you just want to brainstorm some stuff or you have questions, I am happy to answer them for you. You can always find me via email, Nicole at NicoleMangina.com. There you go. Without further ado, uh, I am excited to introduce our guest today because again, it's January. I think we all need a little caffeine. Clearly, I need more than I've currently had today. <laughs> well, you tried, but you spilled it. I did. So it's okay. <laughs> we have Emily Rideout with Aroma Coffee in Fall City joining us this morning. How are you? 
I am so good. I'm absolutely delighted to be with you guys. Oh, and good. thank you for your very normalizing message this morning because it was very hard for me to get motivated as well. I didn't know green smoothie, but you know, we've all had our bumpy starts. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> <laughs> but there's lots of time left in the day. I'll pull it back together. I have faith in myself. <laughs> <laughs> So you are a part owner in Aroma Coffee in Fall City. And I love your, I love your whole theme, coffee with a cause. Mm -hmm. um, because, and, and I think that's one of the big takeaways from 2020, right? Like community matters. Mm -hmm. Everything we do, um, even something as simple seemingly as getting a cup of coffee, like you can make an impact in terms of where you're getting that coffee, where that coffee comes from in the community that you can create um, with that. So I think it's awesome. And you guys have a fascinating story. I would love it if you would share with us kind of how Aroma Coffee came to be. Gosh, thank you. Yeah, um, and we see it the same way. I mean, so many people are looking for their daily cup of joe. And we thought, man, if we can offer that, and really two things, bring them community while they do it, and help them discover something about coffee that they've never known before. Let's see if we can help people um, learn more about the coffee industry uh, and what's really available, especially here in the Pacific Northwest. So many people are really invested in their coffee and we get really excited to educate people on like, but did you know you could enjoy it a whole lot more? So we have a lot of fun doing both of those things. Um, man, our journey started 13 years ago. I can hardly believe it every time I tell this story just a really close friend of mine um, and myself, we were getting to know each other and we kind of shared this very similar dream um, for community and coffee. And there's so many good shops doing this. This is not new. I mean, I think that coffee probably was one of the first best neutral conveners for building community. Um, so we never pretend that we're doing something that isn't being done, but in our community, it hadn't been done. And so 13 years ago, we just started dreaming, like, what could this look like? And is Fall City really able to support a small business like this? You know, we started studying the demographics in the market and looking at real estate, like trends and all kinds of things. And um, it, Fall City is a really unique little town because it's unincorporated King County and it has all kinds of lovely septic challenges that um, keep it from developing. And some people are really happy about that. And some people find that quite challenging. Um, but for a business like ours, it's very challenging. And it is the reason that a lot of new businesses can't come to town. So we kind of put our eyes on this building that was a historic landmark and big enough um, to host us and really had that charm that we, we were like, if we're gonna build community, we need to be able to invite people into a space that they wanna be in. And this building has everybody in the, our community has their own story in this building because it's hosted so many businesses and um, anyway. And so we set our eyes on this building 13 years ago and I wanna say about 12, 11 years ago, we started pursuing it. Um, we tried to buy it and then that wasn't gonna work. And then we tried to lease it and um, there were so many changes that needed to be made and the owner at the time just wasn't really there. So we let it go. Um, and yet the dream, when you are called to something and you know it, 
man, it just doesn't die. And there were seasons where I was like, can this thing just die? (laughs) This is exhausting. And uh, it was always in the back of my mind and all these new career paths that I was looking at, I still had this thing um, that I couldn't let go of. And so I, I myself get confused on the timeline, but about five years ago, um, the journey really started back up and, um, and I'll just get to the good stuff. So we, um, Chip and Joanna Gaines, everybody knows her and loves that show so much. Well, we are big fans as well. And they were doing a super cool contest just to help people launch their dreams. And we were like, you know what? We're going to give it a go. Like, let's, let's submit a video and see what happens. And, um, we weren't selected (laughs) surprise, but, uh, we were just like, let's be brave about it. Let's put it on our own social media pages and let's see what happens. And, and so we had uh, a partner reach out to us in our community. That's pretty well known here in the Snoqualmie Valley, the Treehouse Point family, the Nelsons. Okay. Like, um, how serious are you guys about this? And would you want a partner? And we're like, we're very serious and we would love a partner like you. You know, at that time we were realizing like to, to build this business the way we want and the costs of it and everything and own this historic landmark that needs massive changes would be just really hard. Yeah. And so in some, some point around that time, we added our third partner, Kelsey, who um, she knows craft coffee. So we were really forming and getting to know our identity and what we wanted to be as a business. And so when they came to us, we were like, yes. And so the journey really began to figure out what the septic system could really handle and working with King County and Councilwoman Lambert came into the picture and helped us just amazing support. And um, and yet it was still really up and down finding a good septic designer. And so we just kind of, you know, it's just one of those things. We It was grit and it was focus. And we always laugh and tell people like, I think you have to be slightly crazy. <laughs> like this is, you have to be very willing to just like put a lot of logistics aside and go, I'm going to do this thing. It doesn't matter. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Well, that was us. And so um, it was legitimately at the turn of the year of 2020. And we had all kind of lined up our lives to do this thing. I went to half time at my job and, um, and then at April of 2020, um, we had to make our decision to sign our lease. Oh my goodness. And so, um, yeah, I mean, 13 years of effort and commitment and finding these amazing partners. And, and we did, we stepped back. We for sure stepped back and we were like, we were already feeling pretty vulnerable bringing a business like this to a town like Fall City. Really Mm -hmm. like this is risky in and of itself. We were largely invested in our families and, um, And so we did, we took a deep breath, we took a step back and ultimately we decided like after 13 years of waiting for all of these doors to open, they've aligned now. Like how could we say no? And so we signed our lease and we started renovations, I think in June. Um, And working with the historic landmark was a crazy experience. Everything we did in the building, interior, exterior needed to be approved and they really wanted us to, um, yeah, just really maintain the integrity of the building. And we were really passionate about doing that. So it was a great partnership. Um, 
but our funds were very limited. So we did not hire anybody in the building except for electrical and plumbing. We had our community rally around us. We are, that is probably the greatest gift of all is the talent and skill that we had in our families um, that led our project. And we opened our doors the beginning of September. And so we are four months old and um, we are just loving it. It has been totally wild. We, you know, we geared up and we had no idea like what to expect. And we were slammed when we opened, like we were slammed to the point where we were just calling people in the industry. Like, do you need to work four hours a week? Like, what do you come to Aroma Coffee Co? And um, because the coffee industry was down, we were able to find some great people and it's just been really amazing. That's great. I love that. I mean, that's, it's a beautiful story. I just, I think that's so great. And I think that so epitomizes like owning a small business of you have to have the logistics, you have to have the plan. I mean, you need all these like concrete things, but there's also an element of you just have to release yourself to the timeline and how it's actually going to evolve. Cause yeah. there's always some elements, like there's no way you could have planned for some of these things. Right. Mm-hmm. But it all works out perfectly, but to have the faith to keep going is fantastic. I think that's oh, just great. Yeah. I mean, we always say all the time, like, yeah, I mean, we, we, we are really proud of our commitment and our focus and our community has been, I mean, I have been moved to tears so many times. It's not just our immediate families and friends, but we needed to raise $30,000 during our build out in a pandemic, right? The community totally met us. And we raised, I think it ended up being about $37,000 to oh help us finish our project. And, um, the amount of people who invested in our space and made it so special. People yeah. come in all the time, like, how did you guys do this? And who was your designer? And I'm like, we, we didn't do it. All yeah. of us did it. Like we all did this. And that so we, we really do consider it our communities place. Oh, that's awesome. Um, well, and working with a historic building, that is no small undertaking. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes it that much better, but it, the layers of stuff that it adds, that's a big deal. So I think that's awesome. Thank you. It's funny, we were talking again before the show that we'd gone on a little family trip over the holidays and my husband um, posted a picture of all of us and his caption on social media was family. We've all, we're all we've got, we're all we need, right? Which is kind of came from the Seahawks a couple of years ago when they won the Super Bowl and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it kind of fits for right now. And that's kind of what I kept thinking as you like community right now, because we're so kind of hem- not really hemmed in. Right. But we're just we're home a lot more. We're in our communities more like our community kind of right now is all we've got. But it's also all we need when we really come together. And it's really cool that. to see how communities come together, that people want to help. And then, like you said, the wealth of resources that are right there that you never even realize probably. And we see it, you know, I mean, we, we very much see it every day when people come through the doors, they are just craving community and belonging and connection. And, um, I mean, I do believe that our community has good support and family, but like you said, in the pandemic, there's been a lot of boundaries that people have had to draw. And we've certainly experienced it in the shop, but, 
um, because we've, our model has just constantly changed and we've been flexible since the beginning. We feel like we're a really safe place for people to come. And I can see it when they walk in the door, like, okay, there's people here, they care. They're going to give me a really good cup of coffee. (laughs) Thank goodness for that. Um, And, you know, our mission has been to cultivate fullness of life. And we've talked about it a lot in our fundraising campaign. Like, I know it sounds like a really high calling for our shop, but we mean it. And we are super dedicated to it. And it's really hard to experience fullness of life without a place where you belong, where needs are met. And then you can be a part of investing in something and that you're, you know, you're, you have value in your community and we love, like, we love watching it unfold. It's very real and super tangible. That's amazing. If you're just tuning in today, we have Emily Rideout with Aroma Coffee in Fall City on a, with us today, which it's just, it's the ultimate community gathering place. Phenomenal coffee. Um, I love, I was on your Instagram feed this morning and you guys had a cute post about all you wanted for Christmas. Speaking about gathering, all you wanted for Christmas was a gazebo and your husbands all came together and, you know, built your covered outdoor space so people can still gather and, you know, do that outdoors right now. So I thought that was great. Well, it was a really fun conversation back to our mission because as a small business, there's a million things, right, that we could invest in and the dollars are, you know, hard to come by. And so it was like, man, are we ready to invest in something like this? And we went back to our mission. We're like, we can't not. If this is how people are going to feel safe gathering, then we're going to find a way to get a covered space. And we were able to afford it. But I mean, who wants to assemble a massive gazebo in the dead of winter? And <laughs> the next thing I know, I look out and I'm working and all of our men and their friends are out there literally in the mud and rain assembling this thing. And I'm like, man, we are so lucky. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. so we are really excited. We do have a lot of outdoor seating and heaters and yeah, making it possible for people to continue to connect. Awesome. So craft coffee, what you said in the beginning, there's lots of things people don't know about coffee or could know about really good coffee. What are some of the things we should know about craft coffee? Oh my gosh. It's so fun. I've been working with the team on help me like find a more concise way <laughs> to talk about craft coffee. Cause I, you know, people glaze over when you get into your thing too deeply. So I've been working on this a little bit, but the whole craft coffee world really is knowing the experience of coffee from the plant to the cup okay. and how it gets there and the process of it. And really learning that from the hill that it's raised on to how it's picked and how at the farm, how they do things and then how it's dried and roasted. And then once it gets to you, how you treat your coffee, are you keeping it fresh and how are you grinding it? And do you know, you know, what parts of the world your coffee comes from? So I always tell people kind of some of the the first few fun things, there's do's and don'ts, and then there's just fun information. So Never, never freeze your coffee. You oh, I thought, you absolutely. I thought that kept it fresh. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> You're actually extracting all of the oils out of your coffee. So it is, it is super boring and bland. It will lose all of its life if you freeze your coffee. Second thing, don't grind your coffee until you absolutely have to. Another thing that just takes all of the flavor out is grinding. So in craft coffee world, even in my home, which I've gotten way too intense about, I grind my coffee right before I do my whatever brew method I'm choosing for the day. Okay. Good to know. Um, 
and a date. If you don't know the date of the coffee, um, please don't buy it. I mean, if you're going to spend $10 on a bag of coffee with no date, spend 15 with a date and you're going to enjoy it five times more. So okay. coffee expires really within about a 30 day mark. You're going to lose a lot of the flavor and the quality. So these are just some fun tips. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And we have so like many that. good options in our communities here uh, in four to five. So mm-hmm. those are fun tips. And then, you know, little things like we always love starting to tell people where coffee comes from around the world very much impacts its flavors. So the craft coffee community would be mad at me for these generalizations I'm about to give you, but you know, the South American Latin coffees are really um, known for their cocoa-y chocolatey flavors. Okay. And then the African coffees are those tea-like flowery, floral, um, really light coffees. Okay. Indonesians are known for their um, earthy. So a lot of times in coffee shops, you're getting espresso from all three of these areas to really offer a, a balanced espresso. Got it. So all kinds of fun, you know, so in our shop, we yeah. come in and we're like, well, what flavors do you like? Do you like fruit? Do you like chocolate? Do you like, you know, all kinds yeah. of fun things. And then we're like, how are you making coffee at home? Okay. Maybe, you know, you want to consider getting a grinder. Maybe yeah. like, I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, and there is, there's so much more to it than yeah. you think. I remember years ago when I didn't really drink coffee, I went to a coffee tasting and again, I didn't drink coffee. I'm like, I, why would you go to a coffee tasting? I, I'm sure it's all the same. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's not. It's not the same. <laughs> I mean, I'm, the way I'm you do it. Drinker. Yeah. 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 Are, did you say you're not a coffee drinker? I, well, I kind of am now, but at the time okay. I wasn't. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, but even then I could tell, cause I was like, well, it's just all going to be bitter and harsh, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how can you tell there's different flavors, but you really could, I was amazed to, you know, try three or four different ones and they were all super different mm-hmm. in the way they tasted. It was kind of neat. Yeah. And then how you brew it. I love to take the same coffee with my friends and brew it four ways. Oh, totally, that can be totally different too. My, one of my, um, business partners, Kelsey, she's really our craft person. Yeah. So I'm, I'm constantly thinking, what would Kelsey say? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> our partnership. Um, you know, that's another thing that I think has been so special. There's three of us. And I always tell people, if you're going to get in partnership that, you know, everyone says, don't do it with friends, don't do it with family. It is hard. These two women are some of my best friends in the world and it is hard. Um, but we're in our areas of passion. So I oversee community and marketing and telling our story and Sarah oversees all the finance and HR and she's got that brain. And then Kelsey, she's in our craft and our operations and the experience for customers. And so I always love to tell people you can do it. Just make sure you're doing it in a way that honors each other and you're really in your gifting because then you won't, uh, you know, you won't be in as much tension trying to prove that you can do something that's really challenging for you. Right. Well, it's helpful when you all have very different strengths and you honor yes. each other's strengths. It's when everybody wants to do the same thing. And then there's yeah. a bunch of stuff not getting done because nobody wants to do that part. So mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and in our case, when we were just like, oh my gosh, we're so much busier. I'm super happy to say that's a mirror lane. <laughs> Let me know if you need me. Well, and it is, again, if you're just joining us, we have Emily Rideout joining us from Aroma Coffee in Fall City. And it is, I mean, your coffee house across the whole, the world, right? It's not just a Northwest thing. This is like 
the whole world, you know, when, whenever I travel your coffee house, that's your community. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where you gather, um, you know, throughout the day and to kind of catch up with people and things like that. So I think it's beautiful that you've done that. And, and we were talking about this before the show, I, you know, in real estate that comes up so often, um, mm -hmm. whether you're working with a seller and you're highlighting the community or you're working with a buyer and it's like, well, why would I pick this house versus that? And sometimes it is about like, well, there's this really amazing coffee shop or restaurant or whatever, where people gather and you'll get to know people and um, have the sense of connection almost instantly. Whereas maybe with this other neighborhood that doesn't have access to that, you're going to kind of be off on your own and, you know, everybody's different. Some people like one more than the other. Uh, but I think that's something we all came out of 2020 with is realizing the community around us. It matters a lot. Yeah, and <clears throat> Fall City has had great places, um, but they're very specific. So mm -hmm. now having a, a home where you can come in, come out, meet people, well, <laughs> outside of a pandemic, yeah. meet people for a quick meeting or stay for a few hours and have lunch. And I mean, we just, our menu reflects what we think our community needs. We've got a ton of food because man, there's it's challenging to find food in our little spot in the valley. and tea sure. we've taken tea very seriously and tried to bring craft tea into our coffee house and yeah i mean and i think it's we're constantly listening to our community while we uphold our standard for craft that's been really hard out in our art and out in our valley like who's going to deliver to us that matches us in our quality and our commitment and <clears throat> it's it's part of our mission everything we do we want to we want to meet your needs to abundance so um every all of our menu and all of it reflects that i mean we hope we try yeah you've got a great menu i was looking at it uh this morning online and you guys it's definitely more than like here's your cup of coffee and yeah. you know, maybe i'll make you a cappuccino if that's what you want kind of thing it's <laughs> very hard to work there <laughs> i'm constantly like you do not need that donut today well don't, don't look at it <laughs> now you're speaking my language that's my that's my happy food <laughs> And we do, we work with all these local businesses that just take it a step up, you know, um, and we got to support some really cool women owned, you know, just launching their businesses, beautifully made cakes and heirloom cook shop and all these amazing businesses that were like, man, this is so fun. See, there you go. And there's the Valley out there, Fall City, and there's so many great hikes out there. So you can go out, get a little caffeinated go do a hike, maybe come back, get a little donut for a reward or, you know, maybe get donuts out and the way back, you know, we see it all the time, <laughs> biking, hikers, all, all the adventurers come to us for their coffee. Yeah. It's really bad. <laughs> yeah. And kids are located right in the heart of downtown Fall City. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. Thank you for joining us today. I think I'm just so excited for you guys. I, you're so brave. A to just see your vision through after taking so long for it to come together, to stay true to that and have it come together and to open in the middle of a pandemic and just realize how successful it's been for you guys. I'm so, so happy for you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and letting us talk about our heart and our mission and what we're up to. We really appreciate it. I love it. Coffee with a cause. It's amazing. So again, Aroma Coffee, Fall City, be sure to check it out when you're out and about. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody, this week. We will see you next week on the 425 Show. Bye.